Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome to the Hive Podcast, where we talk tech, innovation, science, and entrepreneurship, and soak up all of the hot sauce that falls in between. This is a place where ordinary people with big ideas have the freedom to connect, innovate, and grow, while empowering our brothers and sisters on and off the African continent. Hosted by yours truly, Queen Sass and Afro Asia Mama, Alexa Walker. Buckle up your headphones, tribe, because you're in for a ride. Yo, 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 what up, Hive Tribe? We are back with another episode of the Hive Podcast. It is also the time for us to be sharing more about the Solar Taxi Project, which we'll be doing so in the next two episodes. In this first part, I'm joined by Hive Media Associate Komenteke to chat with Arnold Anoche from Solar Taxi. He'll be sharing more about the solar powered initiative and how it's taking part of the Africa for clean transport movement. Yes, I'm excited. Let's do this. All right. Today I am joined by the always great, never late. Never late. Never late. Komen media associate at Kumasi Hive. Say what up, Komen. What's up, everybody? It's Komen here. Woo! So, Komen, what are we chatting about today, Komen? Okay, so although... Today is cloudy. We are bringing the sun to your headphones. We're talking about a solar taxi project. That is right. We are here with Acapella and Arnold, app development intern and operations manager of the solar taxi project. We have received a lot of questions about our solar taxi project, and we're going to be answering some of these questions today. But that will be a little bit later in the program. First, let's get to know our co-host, Coleman Pepe. You know, in the podcast promo, I joke about what we actually do at The Hive and if we actually do anything here at all. That question was secretly directed to this guy here. That's you, Komen. So, Komen, what do you actually do? All right. So, I am a media associate over here at Kumasi Hive. And what we basically do is we capture all the great stuff happening here and we share it with the rest of the world. The Hive tribe. So, our first segment is called What's Up? where we talk about what's up at the Hive related to who the co-host is today. So that is Komen Tekpe. So Komen Tekpe, what's up? What is happening is a lot, actually. First of all, I'd like to say you can check out our YouTube channel, search Kumasi Hive on YouTube, and you see most of the awesome stuff going on here. That will also be in the show notes. Sweet. Okay, so anything else? going on at the Hive, Mr. Komen Tekpe? Yeah, definitely. There's always something going on at the Hive. So currently, um, the Shenzhen project is finally here. Can you just tell us in a few words about the Shenzhen program? So the Shenzhen ready-made design training uh, seeks to train six ladies to combine AI with electronics to come up with uh, businesses at the end of the program. So... The moment that we've all been waiting for. Presenting Arnold and Acapella, brains and brains of the Solar Taxi Project. Welcome, y'all. Thank you very much, Alexa. Thank you. So, we've got a few questions for you guys, but we're going to warm you up with a little simple one. All right? Okay, so in a few sentences, what exactly is the Solar Taxi Project? 
So the Solar Taxi Project is a project that is aimed at introducing electric vehicles into the Ghanaian transport system. So we are introducing uh, motorbikes as well as cars that runs on electricity into the Ghanaian transport system. And the reason why we are bringing these are because of the, the effects of climate change causing global warming as well as the effects it has on the environment as well. That's the reason why we are bringing these uh, vehicles to help cushion the situation. All right, so you mentioned transportation and the environment here in Ghana. So what is the current situation for both? So the current transportation system in Ghana, we can say that about 99.999% of the cars we use in Ghana here are all runs on uh, fuel. That's the either petrol or diesel. And the reason I'm saying that 99.999% is because currently, I think there is a company in Ghana, Kantanka Automobile Industry, that are trying to build also build electric cars. So that's why I'm just playing according to the safety rules. So DS will probably account for the 0.111%. Okay, so the reason why we are saying the transport industry is also contributing massively to the global warming as well as climate issues in the world now is because since all these cars are running on fuel, they emit fumes. They also cause a lot of pollution that destroys the ozone layer in the atmosphere. Uh, most to the point, we are part of the sub-Saharan African countries and most of the cars that come into the country are second-hand. And these cars, according to research, they have exceeded over 14 years before they are imported into the country. So in that sense, it means they produce huge amount of fumes that will eventually destroy the ozone layer. Okay, thank you for that. That was detailed. So can you tell us, how does it benefit the community and the environment? So, since we are introducing electric vehicles into the Ghanaian transport system, all the cars or all the motorbikes that we are bringing on board are electric powered. So, we charge all the bikes, we charge all the cars. What is very fascinating about our project is, fine, you can charge the vehicles using the traditional electricity from our various houses without any problem. But because of the unreliable nature of our power supply, the intermittent nature of the power supply, we have also gone ahead to build solar hubs. So these solar hubs will be used to charge the vehicles in place of the traditional electricity from our various houses. Um, let me cut in a bit. Um, when you say solar hubs, what are solar hubs? Okay, so solar hubs are locally built solar panels that are connected to inverters and batteries that stores the sun's rays or the energy from the sun and convert it into electric energy. And the electric energy is stored in the battery. So when the vehicles are brought closer to the solar panel, then you can charge using the charger from the vehicles. So using solar energy, why is that something that is useful or that is beneficial to a country like Ghana? We live in the tropics and we have abundance of uh, sun rays or sun power, but we've never utilized it. We've never harnessed the power of the sun to benefit us. All we use the sun's power to do is just dry our food, dry our fishes, and we are done with it. But since the inception of uh, solar panels, a lot of people have gone around how we can harness the energy of the sun to power our uh, transport uh, vehicles. So this is one of the reasons why we are using the panel to power the electric cars that we have brought on the market. So the panel actually traps the sun's rays or the energy from the sun. Then with the help of a converter that is also added to the panel, it converts the sun's ray into electric energy that is stored in the battery that has been kept in the hub. So depending on the size or how you want the panel to be like or how you want the hub to be like, we can build it locally here 
for you to charge your vehicle. Thanks for that. So means we'll no longer be only using the sun to dry Kobe, that sorted fish, but now we can use it to charge our vehicles. Exactly. That's that's awesome. I mean. Um. So these cars, they don't use fuel at all. Like not even a little bit. Not at all. So what's what's fascinating is a lot of people come close to see what's happening. They see the cars and they are like, they are like, oh wow, this is a very nice innovation. So I then go ahead and tell them, okay, it doesn't only run on batteries. We also have air conditioning system in it. And they are like, wow, they are really surprised when we open the bonnet and they don't find any engine there. Then we'll be like, oh, so if it doesn't have any uh, engine, how does it move? Then we go under the seats and show them the battery compartment, which is the main, I would say, let's say the engine of the, the car. Great. So... As for the project, what is the project based on right now? Are people using it for delivery services or are they buying them? Like how, how is this actually being implemented and contributing to the community? Okay, so we have two business models that we've tested and they all work during the pilot phase. And the first one was to run a delivery service and the second one is the normal buying and selling of these vehicles. So with the delivery service, we have different types of bikes or in the car. We have the tricycle, we have the bike motorbike with two wheels and we also have the car which has four tires so we have an app which we will later talk on anybody at all can go on the solar taxi app which is that's the app for the solar taxi uh, project then make an order so either you want a tricycle you want a motorbike you want a car we have options for all these categories of vehicles that one can hop on then you make the order and in a space of like maximum 10 minutes you should have your service uh, the rider being at your end to get you the service so um is it free and how much would it cost me or how much would i be saving on uh, your service okay so since we have two business models we also have two financing models as well so with the delivery service the cost of transporting or delivering a service has actually been slashed into two because we don't buy fuel and the cost of maintaining the vehicles is relatively cheap so we have actually slashed the cost of delivery service by half so if assuming you want to make a delivery service from maybe Aija to Kenton Corner and you're paying two cities. You are now going to pay one city with solar taxi uh, services. But when it comes to the other model, which is the selling of the bikes and the cars, we have different models of the bikes as well as the different types of the cars. So the current car that we have goes for uh, 25,000 Ghana cities. That's uh, 250 million in both Ghana cities. We also have the tricycles going for 8,000 Ghana cities each. We also have the Pravia, which comes with a solar panel on top. That one also goes for 20,000 cities. And we also have a small, one of the small bikes that goes for 6,000 and 7,000, depending on the size. Let me follow up with this question. Um, how do people charge when they run out of battery during the journey? Okay, so uh, during the implementation of this or during the piloting phase, what we realized was, okay, what if somebody rides from the house and gets to a particular point and the person is not, or the, the battery of the vehicle is running down, what then happens? So because of that, we said, okay, why don't we mount a number of charging stations or solar taxi hubs in the city? So we have a number of solar taxi hubs that have been mounted so that even when somebody is using the vehicle and it's going down, the person can go to that particular place and charge accordingly. Top question, can I buy one and how? Of course you can buy one. So what's happening is the parts of the vehicles are all imported, then they are assembled here. So what happens is if you want to buy one, 
you go to our solar taxi website which is www.solartaxi.co we have a form there that you can fill or better still you can still come to our office then you can make an order for it so if you want to make an order when you go on the website we have a form that you fill that tells you what to do or how you want the specification or your model to be like so the first thing you have to do is you have to pay a commitment fee of 20 percent then when the vehicle is delivered you pay the remaining 80 percent usually people are like okay can we have a payment plan so what we do there is okay you pay the 20 percent commitment fee then after the delivery you pay 30 percent in addition making 50 percent so after getting the 50 percent then we give a space of three months to settle the remaining 50 percent so that's how uh, uh the model is like so you said the engine now is our battery so that means some of our mechanics might even be surprised with this because what they are used to is the uh, normal uh, piston engines and fuel cars and all of that. So how then are they going to help me fix a car if I should run into a problem? We know the electric vehicles are new into the Ghanaian system. So what we are doing is, okay, currently we, have, we currently have a number of interns that we are training on how to maintain these uh, vehicles. So going forward, we also have a plan of training a number of um, mechanics to know how to fix or maintain these cars or the electric vehicles when they develop a fault. So we have a plan of inviting a number of mechanics into the solar taxi office. Then we will train them on how best they can fix all these cars or the electric vehicle when they develop a fault. It's getting hot in here, so hot. Woo, I'm all solared out. I'm so happy that we had Arnold on the show so that we can talk about this incredible initiative. I had the opportunity of riding both the car and the bike and I have to say, these solar taxis are awesome. They're quiet, they're stylish, and more importantly, they do not run on fuel. I love how the team is getting the community involved by training drivers and engineers to either drive the vehicles or get into their mechanics. But what did you think? Do you think Ghana can lead the Africa for clean transport movement? Share your answers with us via at Kumasi Hive on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to be the first to hear about new opportunities, trainings, events, and programs, subscribe to our newsletter via the Kumasi Hive website. That's kumasihive.com. That's a wrap for today's episode. We'll be getting into the second part of this interview, this time with computer engineer Acapella, in the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Hive podcast on all major podcast platforms. Keep it real, tribe.